This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup, just like a front three of Reese, Keane and Frockyar, right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around, to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Good afternoon. How are you feeling? You've, uh, I'm sure you've had a great time in Berlin on your stag do, but you've missed one of the greats, the great away days. Mm. Were you jealous? Yeah, good day. Um, hello, one and all. Yeah, I was in fairness. Well, not really. No. Um, the first thing to note is that it wasn't my stag do. It was. Um, Did I say that? <laughs> oh yeah, you said on your stag do. Now I know you didn't mean it was my stag do, but it could have been portrayed as such. It was a listener of the podcast. Andrew, so you're, you're not engaged. I'm not engaged, no. I'm no. no. Um, but yeah, going back to your question, I wouldn't have been playing anyway, would I? Because I would, I would have been playing cricket. Um, with what you wouldn't have been regret. playing? You wouldn't have been playing it match. Sorry, I'm <laughs> going. Sorry, I tell you what, I would have had a a real tough conundrum on my hands. Should I have wanted to pick me? To play against Stoke, whether to play cricket or whether to go on the stag do or whether to play uh, football. We're talking yeah. nonsense here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what a start. No, I wasn't overly jealous. Um, it would have been lovely to be there, of course. But um, I really enjoyed my weekend in Berlin and I wouldn't have been there anywhere. So it, it's not really crossed my mind, but I can imagine it being a, a pretty joyful day for all concerned who did make the uh, relatively short trip to Stoke, negotiated that classic 50 miles per hour average speed check halfway. Well, it's actually 12 miles away from uh, from where I get on the M6. But yeah, kudos to those who went. Looked like a, looked like a pretty good away end. The melee was decent. Melee's always look slightly better when it's a nice day and everyone's wearing colourful outfits and shorts and stuff like that. In my and, opinion. and it's it's perfectly placed, isn't it? Really, and the two and a half thousand oh, yeah. always looks good. It's not in, it's mm. not in a different tier. It's just there. Yeah, it's and the TV, the TV, the, yeah, that's true. 
Wolves is bad, isn't it? TV kind of captures the bottom of it, but it portrays yeah. what, what carnage must be going on above it. Love it. And realistically, all of the true melee enthusiasts tend, tend to con- to um, congregate at the bottom anyway, with all due respect to those who go higher. The true melee lovers tend to be at the bottom. And you, I suppose you'd class yourself as one of those, wouldn't you? I class myself as a melee enthusiast, yeah. Yeah, no, it was, it was six minutes between goal one and goal two. And I know this will make you feel highly uncomfortable because you weren't there and you don't like talking about the game. But it was one goal and then six minutes later, the second. And I've not been in an away end for some time, but I can imagine you're just kind of gathering your breath back and and then it's in again. It just explodes. And then you're it? going off again, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's what Wayne Mardle, the darts... <laughs> analyst and commentator would describe as a pop pop <laughs> a zaza um indeed yeah um spot kick so you know you know it's not quite um it's not quite the same melee really because you're sort of expecting to go off anyway so it's almost choreographed goal it's celebrating a penalty. yeah a yeah, penalty, yeah. yeah yeah it's never quite spot the same kick. is it Really enjoy describing a penalty as a spot kick. And if you watch the North End extended highlights, like I have just done, uh, the commentator, a new commentator, not heard that voice before. He's he's done games he, before. Right, okay. As we've um, spoken about quite a lot, I don't tend to watch the highlights anyway, unless no, no. I'm not there. Um, but yeah, he described it as a spot kick. It's a brilliant... Um, my f- favourite way to describe a penalty. Anyway, uh, an expertly taken two by Will Keane. Um, whether it's a penalty or not, I'm not entirely sure. It looks rather soft, doesn't it? Mm, but um, if anyone's going to win one of those, it's little Dwayne, isn't it? It is little, little Dwayne. Dwayne. Not yeah. that wasn't meant offensively whatsoever. Just he's a little nuisance. <laughs> little Dwayne. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the word little that might be. Um, Slightly offensive. Do you think he's listening to this podcast? Little Dwayne, doubt does he it. care? Dread Who knows? Yeah. If you are Dwayne, we both rate you highly as a footballer. Um, so and we hate to play against you. you. Christ Almighty, absolute rings around me. Um, I'd be like a mahogany wardrobe in comparison to <laughs> Dwayne Holmes, little Dwayne Holmes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, if he was in a diving competition, then... Uh, that the judges may well have judged his tuck pretty favourably. But who cares about that? Um, really well taken, spot kick, really quite decisive. Um, and obviously the net bulged and then the and then the ball's in the net again. What a fabulous pass from Potts. Who Delightful. Someone videoed, it. Someone videoed it from the away end and you just get to mm. see the, the shape on the it. Curve. The curvature. Just mm. when you think yeah. Potts is finished adding things to his game, he pulls out a pass like that, and then you just yeah. wonder what what's next, really. But he loves it. Good off to Potts, he loves it Stoke, doesn't he? Oh, hellfire! He's come full circle, really. Any Brad Potts? I mean, yeah. he he was despised at one point, rightly or wrongly. It's obviously, wrongly, but Jude off the pitch, right? Real, real nasty nonsense from the town end. Um, quite often. I always think on Twitter you can tell who's on the town and who's not. And, you know, he's now revered, isn't he, around these parts? Um, which is great. And 
that through ball's about as good as it gets. I know so I know it's a bit of a running joke, obviously, about Potts, really. It ought not to be, but that's just the impression I get with him. But that is a genuinely high-grade through ball. Um, and then Dwayne Holmes is unselfish, as cliche as it is. Because it's just it's just obviously the right thing to do to pass to a bloke with an open goal. But it is unselfish. The <laughs> commentators love it. And again, the commentator did allude to the <laughs> fact that Dwayne Holmes, little Dwayne had been unselfish. Um, and then Will Keane scores with a plomb like the spot kick. Um, it's mental, really, because nobody in the right mind would have believed that Will Keane would have scored as many goals as he has and we'd be top of the league and everything's hunky-dory. And Peter Isdale's on this similar crusade to Brad Potts, you know, hated by the town end. Um, and the and the people on Twitter, you know, a dinosaur, this out of date character who's messed up multiple football clubs. But ultimately, you know, when you really strip back and you scratch beneath the surface, this guy's actually done quite a good job at North End, if you have it right. And I know that will upset people because people enjoy being upset at this sort of stuff. But Peter Isdale, it's important that we do issue a thank you to Peter because <laughs> what he's done on deadline day. And, you know, the job he's done, obviously, when he came to the club, North End were in a bit of a pickle. Um, and now they sit top of the championship. And that is a fact, whether people like it or not. We might be slightly lighter at left wing back, granted. But Preston North End sit top of the championship. When he came in, not entirely sure where we were, but we were, but we were in League One. So if you just strip it back, a lot of people get upset by the way he speaks and the way he... Uh, he sends out those club statements. That's my favourite you know, criticism of the Riddler, other than obviously handing out medals as part of his job at the EFL, um, is these club statements have a tone to them that are violent, like really patronising. But um, I'm not entirely sure where I'm going with this, other than the fact that it's <laughs> important so that we know. Digest. I don't know how I'm going to reply. <laughs> it's important we know that... King Ridsdale... <laughs> So really, they've all gone on this journey. That's where I'm gonna. That's where I'm gonna. The three, David yeah. Brent would do with his two hands yeah. and bring them together with that awkward looking. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, snarling like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they've all come on this journey of being not rated, not liked, <laughs> and now universally adored. Potts, Keane, Ridsdale. Thank you to all three of you. But <laughs> specifically, thank you, Peter. Yeah, you've you've spoken about hoisting him before, and mm. you know this this could be happening this season. It could be time to do that. Who knows? But yeah, Will Keane, incredible, really. You know, Troy Parrott. I didn't mind Troy last season. I thought he was okay. I thought he could see a good football there. But pretty sure Keane has surpassed his total of goals already. And he's very similar in the kind of style. Obviously a lot older. But maybe there's a bit of poetry there that Will Keane, when he first came, was very similar to what we had last season in Parrot. And and now Keane is just this kind of polished thing. He's wonderful to watch, isn't he? Keane, lovely mm. footballer. And uh, yeah, he's now got a big Montenegrin coming to give him a bit of support up there as well. Which, uh, you know, 2.1 million is what the Spanish press are saying. I've been told we've broken our record. I think it was, what was it, two two million for Whiteman. 
Healy was one and a half, one point five. Healy was one and a half. Was white, I think Whiteman was about one point eight. So um yeah. I I always wondered who we'd break it on. But um I didn't expect it to be someone like this. You know, I just can't wait to see this guy. Nobody knows what he's gonna be like. But what a what a refreshing change, you know. Something a bit different. It could be absolutely disastrous, but it you you'd imagine it's either gonna be that or something brilliant. Have you got a pronunciation for us yet? Because it would be remiss of us to get it horribly wrong. Militin Osmaich, I think. Militin, Militin Osmaich. Osma- Osma- there might be a Osmaich, but I mean... So, so, well, that's, no. so, that's your job, ultimately, isn't it? To, no. Uh, to get this information no, and see what supports us. I think it is your job. Not a commentator. I, 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 I completely disagree. I think it's important that we that we know this guy's name. Well, people still called Chris Humphrey, Chris Humphreys for years and Paul Huntington, Paul Huntington. <laughs> Indeed they did. Um, and Barkhazen. Frankie McAvoy um, <laughs> was stolen of the A in his surname. It was Mac Avoy as opposed what? to McAvoy. Mac, uh, he said McAvoy. What, Mac Avoy? Yeah, he used to be tweeted all the time, like, <laughs> get Mac Avoy out of this club. And I'm thinking, we don't even have a Mac Avoy. Anyway, <laughs> um, just to go back to Will King, I think it's a very good comparison there with uh, with Troy Parrott. Um, enjoy that. Similar players, very tidy, again, unselfish, um, just, you know, unpicking things. Um, and it might get levelled at me that, you know, Troy is going up in our estimations now he's not in the team. But I genuinely thought he was a good player anyway. So if you're thinking that, you can uh, you can go away. Um, but ultimately, you get you get judged on goals and what you do, don't you? Assists, goals, all that stuff. And Will Keane has uh, well and truly come to the party. Um, whether it's sustainable, you wouldn't necessarily think really because he's a ten at the end of the day, and he's not nine. Um, but you know he's um, he's scoring goals, so it's pretty epic, really. So he has been the signing of the summer, ultimately to press, and uh, yeah, not many if, people would have thought that. If if someone else like similar size club had signed Will Keane and he scored four goals, I'm pretty sure be a lot of people saying why have we not gone and got him or we could we could have got him and stuff like that so I feel like yeah, sometimes it would have been we... so easy sorry carry on no go on you were talking about the Riddler and I just want to hear it <laughs> I was just going to go on some you know tirade about how it would have been easy for the Riddler to go out and get Will Keane um, you know he started the season really well and you know, he's ended up at um, where could he have ended up? Hull City, Huddersfield. You know, but yeah, and he started <laughs> the season really well. Yet another one we've missed out on. Just, just what on earth is going on at Exton? But um, mm. ultimately, it was it was the Riddler who went out and got Will King, and it is the Riddler who is currently the advisor to the owner of the football club who's at top of the championship. So for that, we must say thank you, Pete. Mm. You're a betting man. Can you bet on who'd be top after five games or not? Is that not 
a market you could... I wouldn't have thought so. No. No, I wouldn't have thought so. You'd have got bloody good odds, wouldn't you? You would have. It's incredible, I was, really. Uh... I mean, I thought Sheffield Wednesday was the one, like, I was thinking, bloody hell, we've got to win that because the rest are really tough. And here we are on 13 points. Just... Yeah, to win at Stoke is a genuinely great thing to do because it obviously is. they've got a lot of very, very good players. I thought it was going to be a really tough got... game. Yeah. yeah they've got taken a... a point. A particularly good manager at this level, particularly good players at this level. Um, normally, a pretty tough place to go. Um, you know, they'd absolutely mullered Rotherham in the League Cup in the week, and obviously that's that's got absolutely no bearing whatsoever what goes on um, at the weekend game. But you know, the, the start of the well season home, quite well, um, especially at home. They've got good players. It just appeared to be a very tough game. We'd have all taken a point. Don't care yeah. anyone says it would have been a very good point had we got it. We times it by three, which is a miraculous result, um, and it's um, a terrific return um, at the start of the season. So yeah, everybody deserves massive credit because you know we came into this campaign off the back of a pretty dreadful pre-season, if we're honest. But um, maybe we should do these dreadful pre-seasons more often. Might be. <laughs> might, might mean we lead the championship after five games and everything's hunky dory. You know, we started the season at forty to one for p- 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 promotion, and no doubt you could have walked into a bookmaker's and they would have handed you an empty slip and said, "Just write on whatever price you want," because there's absolutely <laughs> no chance that North End will be going up. They're now at nine to one. What idiots they'd have looked had they done so. Great point about pre-season. I think I'll never take any notice of it after this year. Because I was yeah, absolutely bollocks. I think most people were pretty worried, worried weren't yeah. they? You are. I wasn't. I wasn't, as you know. Yeah, no, it's I, I nonsense. Thought... It has absolutely no bearing on results at all. What happens in those matches, other than the fact, obviously, that players are getting minutes into the legs. Yeah. And maybe a manager might see a certain player who he wants to get in the team. I.e., Kian Best had a good preseason, came into the team. But ultimately, it has absolutely no bearing whatsoever on results. We lost mm-hmm. against Ipswich in pre-season. That that means nothing when we come up against Ipswich this in the actual league campaign. Full stop. Yeah, yeah. Stoke were missing a couple of forwards, but I thought if anyone's going to point that out, well, let's just have a look who were missing. Indeed. First ten minutes, I know you weren't there, but first ten minutes it was like pinned in, and I'm just thinking, crikey, this could be a long day. And then we slowly just got up the pitch a bit higher, decent areas, finished the first half better. And then at nil-nil away from home, you're, you're always fancy Preston, don't you, to just get that chance, you know, the away end kind of sucking the ball in. Holmes was an inspired sub, you know, mad mass, I should say, getting hooked at half-time, felt a bit harsh at the time. But, you know... Ryan Lowe got some decisions right against Swansea and he got this one right against Stoke. So he's doing all right at the minute. I know he's coming for a lot of criticism, but I think he's just, he's changed how we're playing. I don't know, you know, you, you ought to see much of it, but the players just look a bit more comfortable. Um, It's not like the best football you've ever seen in the world, but just a bit more relatable, I think. It's what the best it's often... managers have always done, isn't it? Yeah. Made a team that you... You know, you want to get up for really. You want to support. You know, yeah, you, yeah. their performance reflects the place as a whole. Ideally, that's what you want at this sort of level. 
Um, it's often been level in the past, hasn't it? At managers, especially recently, like Neil and Grayson and maybe McAvoy-ish. The fact that we've always been slow to make changes. So it's good to see Lowe was willing to, I suppose it was like, just looking in, I've obviously not been on and I wasn't on in the first half, but it just appeared a bold move uh, to change yeah, mass. It did. Uh, and bring on Holmes. If that goes wrong, you end up getting beat. If we end up getting beat 2 0, then it's a crisis. People thinking, what on earth is he doing bringing mass off? He's been our most creative player this season. It's absolutely mental to do so. But as it works, he gets all the plaudits. So kudos. Indeed. Yeah. And after the game, he seemed fine with manager. So all good. I'm loving them videos. Are you watching them or not? Like the, the post match yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Lad called really Rob's come in behind the scenes. Good and... signing. Very yeah. Exciting. Yeah, underrated deal. Doing some wonderful yeah. work. They're, uh... It's enjoyable stuff. It is, yeah. Liam Miller's come in as well. Do you know much about Liam Miller? I know absolutely nothing about him. There's obviously the Liverpool connection, isn't there? Which, you know, you might sit and think, bloody hell, another one. But <laughs> this guy's been playing for a decent, decent club in Switzerland. By all accounts, he likes to dribble at people, which we've definitely missed this season with Fernandez gone. Versatile. Andrew Woods will be delighted, won't he? Andrew Woods will be delighted. Yeah, I'd rather got that bar though. It's gone to Burton. He'd have been a real good one to get. <laughs> but um, nah, see what he can do. It was vital we got them two signings on deadline day, wasn't it? You know the whole cannon. Well, stuff. yet again, yet again, there were people worried that the Riddler wouldn't come up trumps, weren't they? He doubted Peter, um, just like they were doubting him all the way through uh, the window, um, and it must be it, it must be quite tough, really. Like you got people constantly, like almost becoming obsessed with it, uh, and there's a lot of pressure to get those deals done, and especially when all your eggs are in the cannon basket, really, um, which it appeared to be. Um, and you know, we got messed around, didn't we? Let's have it right, I believe. Um, well, they agreed to, to loan him. And they didn't through. loan him, didn't they? Yeah, they smelt the money at the end. <laughs> well, maybe we also came up with money as well to take away from Everton. <laughs> if you believe anything that at reluctant Nico says nowadays, well, the manager said but, it as uh, well, hasn't he? It's an intriguing one. Yeah. That. I mean, we're, we're Preston really gonna just spend like five or six million like that? I've absolutely no idea, but you know that's yeah. extra. That is extraordinary if they were willing to pay that. You know what you can say is that it's incredibly uncharacteristic. Um, yeah, it, just... it's not ideal that really because you'll now get a lot of criticism if you don't cough up that money in the future. Now they'd be Agreed. like, "Well, you were willing yeah. to do it for Tom Cannon. Yeah, yeah. Um, why on earth would you do it on this guy? Yeah, uh, but also had they done it. So imagine, um, imagine Liam Miller has a great off. year, and yeah. and then like we don't buy him in next summer. Just that's purely hypothetical, but I, I, I agree. So they've maybe you know made a rod further on back there, but it is what it is ultimately, isn't it? Um, yeah, and you can't blame him for going to Leicester. I'd have been made up. No, oh, can you make? So, I just think Everton have. I think Everton have made a really weird decision. I'm not sure Cannon's ever going to be worth. 
miles more than what they've got. But 20 years old, five months in the championship, and then you're just casting him off. Especially yeah. it's quite likely that and they're in quite trouble, likely that Everton will be in the championship anyway in the near future. Yeah. I mean, they're a club waiting to die, ultimately, aren't they? They're like rotting. It's a real mess at Everton. Um, yeah, it's a really bizarre one. Obviously, to go to Leicester, no problem whatsoever with that. They'll most likely bounce straight back and they'll be a Premier League player once again in sort of, what is it, nine months? But um, yeah, yeah. Obviously, we'd have all liked to liked for him to have come back, but it is what it is, isn't it? Yeah, got a big Montenegro ready got to a player in tear for it a few up. Million. Indeed. He looks scary, doesn't he? He looks like an absolute animal. He's a big unit, this guy. Yeah. He does appear a uh, humongous fella. <laughs> <laughs> He's got I, I know actually head, nothing about him, to be honest. Yeah, no, same. Yeah. Trust yeah. market. Got Trust the market guys. Oh, oh, big time. You've got to put all your faith in those guys. Um, in fairness, they've, they've unearthed mass um, and it's a market we've been critical of North End for not using it in the past and they're starting to do so now. It's good to see him coming on a permanent. Just appears a good signing, despite never watching him kick a football in my life. It's one to get excited about, which is remarkable, really. But... Um, Ultimately, it's a bit of a gamble, as all transfers are, as David Moyes once said. Did he once say that? He did on uh, Stephen Bartlett's podcast. Worth listening to. Uh, very, very insightful. I've watched that, a few Moyes. of those recently. Yeah. Yeah. Not a huge Bartlett fanatic, but some of the guests just... Yeah. You can't really ignore it, can you? You get some cracking people on there. I think he's got a nice voice, Stephen Bartlett. Very calm. He always starts reassuring. with. He just utters the first name of the person, doesn't he? It's very. It does. Tranquil. Very uh, low and slow is the way I describe it. Low and slow, like a nice slow cut piece of beef. Mm. And obviously the guest is the gravy and the uh, trimmings. A little bit like you. You got a really nice voice. Scott Reed at BBC Lancashire's got a terrific. Gorgeous. Voice. Yeah. It's the sort of voice that you listen to all day, every day. I mean, the fact that he's a cricket commentator, it was just his calling in life, wasn't it? He's a great cricket cricket comms. He's actually a really good football commentator as well. But he's just got that lovely voice that you all, that literally everybody would strive to have. If you could have a voice, if I could choose a voice now, I would choose Scott Reed's voice to have now. <laughs> I'd steal it from him. I'd have yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great shout. He's uh, one of the best. Really good. And the cricket season will be finishing soon, so he'll, uh, he might be at a few Preston games. What a treat that would be. I suspect... It, well, he, I, I would imagine he's a Burnley fan, isn't he? I think. I think he and is. Obviously, yeah. And obviously a Lanx cricket fan as well. So Scott Reeves more or less got the, the perfect job if you're into that stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm incredibly jealous of his, of his, uh, of his Lancashire cricket commentating stuff it's uh, it's, it's the stuff of dreams to follow Lanks <laughs> despite them being slightly an- anticlimactic this campaign you back to the cricket this weekend two more weeks and we're in a serious dogfight at the moment so am I to seeing, stay up yeah. in the twos and then the threes are going for the title 
sacked in the league below. So it's a mental situation, really. I have no idea what team I'll be in. No. Um, but one thing's for sure, I'll be giving my all in the running to, um, to do whatever. Saying, doesn't it, really? I'll be giving my absolute all, throwing myself fully fledged into this thing, two-footed, balls deep into it. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Obviously, when you wow. miss a week, you, you just want it to come right now. But I've, I've, I've got to wait till till the weekend. Um, well, you've got your Pemble no Cricket end. top on today, so... I, I do, I do, I have. Is that just getting ready for it? Are you training later? No, I, um, as a rule, I wear clothing that I won't need at the weekend on a Monday and Tuesday. So I wear some pretty awful stuff, but this is obviously quite <laughs> a nice top. Game. That Domino's be. strippers t-shirt. <laughs> Yeah, not not just strippers. It says chicken strippers on it. I'm not walking around in a t-shirt that just. Well, I am actually that has strippers in bold letters, but it does say chicken on top of it. Brilliant. Are Have you playing touched, this uh, weekend? Are you back I playing am, yeah, this weekend? Yeah. I'm playing this weekend. Well, it's a massive game for us. Leyland away. Who've you got? Leyland away. What's the equation? Three teams are going down. We're ninth, like in the the one above the relegation zone. But there's one of three teams, well, one of four, but there's three teams fighting for that last survival spot. So, are Leyland in that mix? No, but they're just above. Whereas last game of the season is Lancaster, who are going to be going for the title. So, mm. it's a big one against Leyland this weekend, really. Got to try and get nine points at least. Hopefully, send the lashes down and forward. Along with New Longton, who've absolutely fell off a cliff. But yeah, it'd be good to get yeah. back to it before. Before Plymouth or England playing over the break, uh, they are in Rocklaw playing as Ukraine. Where's Rocklaw? Brothers going, and obviously it's in Poland. It's where Daniel Dubois had his tilt at history against Alexander Usyk last weekend, okay. um, and unfortunately it came a cropper. But um, yeah, so England play Ukraine, and then I imagine they've got a home contest. But uh, there's a few. Preston and England heads who will no doubt be heading to Rocklaw. My brother's going. Isaac's going. Connor is Connor B going. Not entirely sure, but yeah, there's plenty of them boys going. That'll have been uh, Lowy's only uh, downer of the weekend, won't it? Liverpool won. Yeah, Liam Smith won, and then his uh, yeah his mate slash clone was was beaten. <laughs> yes, his uh, his doppelganger was beaten. <laughs> By Chris Eubank. It's one of the best um, words that in it. Doppelganger, yeah. Fantastic Chris. word. I've just been to I've just been to Berlin as well. I didn't use it in Berlin, sadly. I don't think. Liam Smith spoke a lot about excuses in the build up. He said Chris Eubank came out with a lot of excuses last time as to why he didn't beat Liam Smith. Um and it it what and it was indeed he who was using the excuses in the aftermath to the uh, to the fight at the weekend. Just beaten by the better guy on the night, I believe. No doubt we'll have a have a trilogy that literally nobody on planet Earth wants to see. I don't follow boxing religiously like you, but it does feel a bit like that sometimes. Just fights for the Sparky. sake of it. Yeah. They draw stuff out. You never get the fight you really want. Yeah, it's it's, it's a shame, really. Hmm. Anyway. Rematch clauses should be burnt. I think we've uh, covered most of the North End. 
Plymouth after the break. That'll be a good one. Plymouth, Birmingham, Rotherham, West Brom, the next four games. I've got you've got to have a bit of confidence there with players coming back. You know, Reese might be fit. Whiteman, Brady, in addition to what we've been doing already. Two new lads. I can't imagine any other outcome. Twelve, 12 points. points. Yeah. Any other outcome. You know, yeah. Plymouth are going to Especially the get absolutely game. mauled, couldn't they? Oh, yeah. Christ. Could you imagine being Plymouth, travelling to top of the league, Preston, absolutely miles away? It's literally the last thing in the world you'd want to be doing, isn't it? Um, I reckon they'll although, bring a few. They seem to travel well. Oh, oh without doubt, because it's got that added edge as well. That it added does, yeah. incentive. It'll be With uh, Ryan Lowe clashing with his former comrade in... Schumacher, Stevie Schumacher, Shuey, Lowy versus Shuey. That's the <laughs> yeah, that's the billing. If you're uh, if you're really wanting to market this thing, Preston versus Plymouth, Lowy versus Shuey. Yeah, Plymouth just looks a hard place to go, but I think with them yeah. travelling away, you've got to let's get that game taken to them. Yeah, you bet yourself really against Plymouth or Gow, wouldn't you? Although they have just mullered Blackburn Rovers. I watched the highlights. The uh, yeah, they were they were unfortunate Blackburn. To be fair, Hedges has missed an absolute sitter at nil nil. Like worse than his chip that you, chip thing he tried at Deepdale last season. <laughs> yeah, four four yeah, tasty games sure. after the break. That I hope it doesn't come yes. crashing down. And I'll be back after after Plymouth, so you can expect it to go horribly wrong. <laughs> Like a 4 0 defeat to Birmingham on that Tuesday night. It would be. Deal. Is it Brum before Rob? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we 100% lose that game. <laughs> Just to actually, no, no. Yeah, we are. We are ultimately going to get 12 points. Let's have it right. Um, and then we'll be. So we won't be 9 to 1 then for promotion. It'll be something like 9 to 4. So the, if um... you're thinking about it, get a wheelbarrow full of cash. Go to your nearest betting shop and just empty it on the empty counter it. and say, I want <laughs> a bet on Preston North End for promotion, please. And yes, I will take a price. Thank you. The XP&E men got a bit of stick at Stoke, but I do think it was rather good-natured, which sounds silly when you, you're goading people that were pretty good servants for us, but... Yeah, I can't really imagine Ben Pierce walking off after getting beat 2-0 against your former club. Piro, what's the score? Piro, Piro, what's the score? I don't think he'd have seen it in good jest. I don't think I would have. Um, no. But, you know, it is what it is, isn't it? It's um, yeah. it's part and parcel of this thing. We do have a wonderful record at Stoke. It's ridiculous, really. It's a piss take. <laughs> it's like we're, it's just like we're actually up, going there. It sounds ridiculous because I just said it's a, thought it was a tough game, but is that, that kind of place you just envisage your team winning? Uh, a bit like Ashton Gate. Yeah, yeah. Just fancy a result. Whereas Swansea away, you oh, know, you just getting dick. Yeah, yeah. Running out of time. I've not got a Plymouth question, so I'll let you go. How was Berlin in, in three words? Second trip there. Two words Taylor's taxis.
The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute and P&E are on the TV. You're watching with all your mates and the McNugget share boxes are open for all. Your pal's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Result. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com on the McDonald's app. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.